On this episode of Jesus Center Stage, you'll find out why it's a bad idea for us to study before a podcast. We give details of our first ever giveaway and why are there so many denominations. Alright, so, are you ready to do our second podcast today? (laughs) (laughs) Am I sharing too much information? You are sharing too much information. Yeah, yeah. So, this is our second podcast today because the first one, we we really, uh, or I should say, really studied and and tried to be very proper with the um, terminologies, and we got about what, 20-something minutes into it and realized that it stunk like old (laughs) dirty feet. It was bad, y'all. It it was was bad. bad. And so I'm sitting over here on my side saying, I really need to stop this and and tell her I'm not, like, this is terrible. (laughs) Who's going to want to listen to it? And then, then, uh, but I'm thinking, no, because she hasn't said nothing. So, and then finally, you just reach over here and stop it. (laughs) I did. (laughs) You stop. You're welcome, listeners. You are welcome. (laughs) All right. It was not going. It was going off a cliff really fast. No, no. We was fixing to lose about fifty percent of our audience right then. Um, (sighs) Probably everybody except family was (laughs) never going to listen to us again. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to try to do better this time. And uh, uh, I don't have I don't have my notes up here in front of me no more. Um, Good. Yeah. So that was that was ridiculous. Let's don't ever do that again. Uh, won't you tell people how they can win a awesome <laughs> Jesus Center Stage gospel shirt? Okay, so we have decided to give away gospel shirts, and by that we mean they are shirts that have the gospel symbols we talked about in episode five. five. Um, so they have the five symbols across the front of the shirt. We are giving away three of them. This giveaway will go until June 11 at 11.59 p.m. Mm-hmm. And there are two ways that you can enter to win. So on Pay attention. Facebook, Jesus Center Stage on Facebook, find the giveaway post. We'll have a picture of the shirt so you know what you're getting into. See mm-hmm. what I did there? I did. You can like <laughs> <laughs> you can like the post, share it and tag somebody. It will also have a link for our um, podcast. So your friends can listen if they want to. Wait a minute. So you want them to like that post. Why are you interrupting me? Because I want to make sure I understood. I was on on a roll. Like it, share it, and tag a friend. Right? Am I doing this or are you doing this? Well, I got excited. Okay, so you're going to like the giveaway post, share and tag a friend, and then comment. That's what I just said. So, no, you didn't say anything about commenting. So that we can keep up with everyone who enters for the shirts. If you are not on Facebook, we have the option for you. So don't get upset yet. Go to YouTube and subscribe to the Jesus Center Stage channel. And then pick your favorite video, whether it's a podcast or one of our new unscripted. And comment on it. Mm-hmm. And that's simple as that. So, yep. Facebook, giveaway post, like, share, tag a friend, then comment. Or on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and then comment on your favorite video. Yeah, and there, there's obviously, there will be a, a giveaway video um, on Facebook with all this information on it again, in case, you know. A giveaway video? 
You're doing well, a video. We're going to do a video that we're giving this, we're giving away. Oh, I you didn't just, know this. You just told them to go on there and like the giveaway post. I know, but I thought it was going to be a picture of the shirt. I didn't know you were doing a video. Oh, no, we'll do a video so we can get all, <clears throat> get all this out and um, and then go from there. And you said June the 11th at... 11.59 Yeah, that's a Friday. So hopefully so, that weekend, I think that's... Is that Father's Day? I think so. I think, yeah. So Father's Day weekend, maybe we'll have a winner. Uh, just a quick disclaimer, though. Until we get a winner, we will not know what size. And these shirts are not made. We don't we No, don't we don't them. have like a ton of them. No, we are so. special ordering. Yeah, so. Right we'll, now, there's only three. Once we have winners, we'll, we'll get uh, the sizes, and then we'll order the shirts, have them sent to you. So yep. um, that's exciting news. You mentioned unscripted. Um, that's been fun. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure what we got ourselves into. Yeah. We have people bringing us random. I was <laughs> I was handed a pair of fuzzy pink child's slippers. Yes, yes, and you done great. Like that, w- we should have been recording. Uh, you done so good on that one. That would have been awesome. Um, yeah. With that said, if you have any ideas, any objects uh, you would like to uh, have on unscripted, uh, just try to get with one of us somehow. Even if you have to message and say, "Hey, I got an idea for Elsie," or "I have an idea for Shane." Um, or if you, if you, obviously, if you know us, just contact us and, um, uh, instead of sharing, you know, one-on-one, uh, let us know and we'll do it and have it on, on film. Does that sound good to you? Yes. You I'm scared? also, well, you started me out with a camera card. I don't think it can get worse <laughs> than that. Um, no, I'm also excited about catching other people. Yeah, um, and doing it. I know we have two people in mind, so y'all, you know, just I'm not saying names. I, I done told one of them on high alert. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's probably gonna go to the other side of the store when he sees us <laughs> next time. Um, but the other person, I, we haven't even told him yet. So no. Yeah. So I guess that means everyone should be on high alert. That's uh, yes. but it's exciting, <laughs> and we encourage everybody to go. Uh, if you haven't seen them, they're on Facebook, but also they're gonna be on YouTube. Uh, we know some people don't do uh, Facebook, and sometimes I think that's a great thing. <laughs> but we are thankful that some do there's Facebook. A, there's this little thing called "Don't Open Facebook." Mm, yeah. So unless it's on Jesus Center Stage. That's uh, true. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, there's like no said, bad news on, on Jesus Center Stage. They'll be on YouTube, stage. and we're going to be adding those uh, one or two a week. I think is what we're going to try to to aim for. Um, but today. Um, we got another listener request. I love uh, these. I do too. I, I, it's great because. By the way, you should give us more. Yeah, yeah, and and like this is our second run at this one, and so <laughs> <laughs> maybe we wasn't really prepared for shout listener out, requests. Shout out to the listener who, yeah. who gave us this idea. You have really <laughs> challenged us. Yeah. Um. So the question I was asked was, why are there so many? denominations when there's only one god fun fact i just googled it a while ago for our first attempt at this <laughs> um there are forty-five thousand christian denominations that's ridiculous absolutely and, and, ridiculous and you also shared with us that uh, or with me that uh just inside the pentecostal denomination they are how many? Seven hundred. I guess you call those subcategories. I don't know. I thought that I thought that there was just one denomination, Pentecostal. Like mm-hmm. you're Pentecostal, you're Baptist, you're Presbyterian, you're you know, 
like that. Your Methodist. But apparently all of the like assemblies of God, church of God, holiness. Yeah, apostolic. Yeah, apparently all of those are denominations within themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, it gets really confusing, which I'm yeah. assuming is why the question was asked, because it's confusing. Well, why if, are there so many if there's just one uh, God? And, and think about this, and I kind of went through this when I was uh, uh, first, you know, getting drawn in to, to knowing the Lord, is uh, as a non-believer, and you start feeling the desire to know Jesus, and then you you take a five-mile drive and you see 14 different mm-hmm. kinds of churches, Nazarenes and Problems Lutherans and Methodists. Problems of living in the Bible Belt. Yeah, and so then you think, uh, well, okay, as long as they, as long as they um, you know, believe in Jesus, I'll just go to that one. Well, then you walk in, and uh, and maybe that one, that particular one, is, is uh, you hear them talking about a different denomination. Like, well, you know, you don't want to be over there on that Baptist you know, mm-hmm. the Baptist people believe this, ha, 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 kind of thing. And then you, you think, well, I, you know, I don't know if I want to be at this church. So then you go to the Baptist, and the Baptist saying, well, at least you ain't over there at the Lutheran church. And um, So how do you know? I mean, that that's the problem with with so many denominations is... is how if do you know which one's true? Yeah, if you're new to your faith especially. And, and, and I put, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up on what I just said because... You're you're what twenty some odd years into your faith. Um, twenty. Yeah, I'm right seven years into my faith, and there's still things that I'm looking at at, at that I've believed mm-hmm. for all this time that I'm thinking I don't. I think this other denomination has got that right. That well, particular. I think there's so thing. many that have a mix between tradition and Bible. Mm-hmm. There, there's some of them who well, I should say all of them. There's, yeah. there's some aspects I believe of all of them who have, who have that the the uh, the scripture is the final authority, and they mm-hmm. have some things exactly like the scripture says. But then there's some things that have been passed down from generation to generation, and this is yep. just the way we've always done it. Mm-hmm. And then you add in those people who, well, I go to a Baptist church, or they say I am a Baptist, or I am Pentecostal, or I am from the church of god because their grandma was and they don't even attend church yeah so it it becomes a label of a belief system and not anything to do with the relationship with christ exactly and i think that's why there's in in modern in the last 20 years probably there's been a surge of non-denominational yeah, and independent. But you know, but I think that's a denomination <laughs> in of say, it, in think, and of itself. Yeah, I'm just saying they're trying to 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 distance themselves. Yeah, but in doing so, you kind they've of they've created another denomination. Yeah, and, and you see those little memes that are meant to be funny, but I think they're true. That you know, it says if you see a sign that says non-denominational, that means they're Babcostal. Like they're or, they're pulling some from the Baptist and some from the Pentecostal. There, there's also the the thing, if they're non-denominational, that they're a little bit of everything, not yeah. just Baptist and Pentecostal, mm-hmm. but there's a little bit of Lutheran and there's a little bit of Methodist and there's a little bit, and and I'm not sure that that's necessarily a bad thing. No, but I think what we have to be careful is is whether or not it's in the book. Whether that's, or not it's scripture. That, and that's the final because authority. The, the thing is about the, oh, this is good. This just came to me. The thing about the denominations is they're all from a man. They're all from a human. Yeah. 
John Calvin, John Wesley, D.L. Moody. Like mm-hmm. they all came from a human and humans are flawed. Yeah. Yes, they're great men of God that I like to listen to. R.C. Sproul, they're good. They're great. They're mm-hmm. authors. They're speakers. They're teachers. They're, there's so many good things that they had to offer. But when it comes down to it, they are they were people. Yeah. They were flawed people. And I think that... And they're probably interpreting the Bible the best they can, but in, but differently than... Yeah, I don't, I don't think any of them were trying, were looking at the Bible and trying to uh, discount what it yeah. said in any way. I think they, I, I feel like their intentions were, were good, mm-hmm. and a lot of them have so much to offer, and we can learn so much from them. Didn't but you tell I think me we have to s- go with that preface that they were flawed human beings, yeah. just like we are. Didn't you tell me earlier, um, always looking at some of these things, you was looking at some of your art history, which oddly enough has a lot of biblical stuff. Yes, I uh, don't Denominational stuff it. in it. But uh, didn't you tell me that the the guy who founded, um, I believe it's Arminianism, I'm probably saying mm-hmm. that a little bit wrong, actually studied under... Calvin. John Calvin, who is a well, Calvinist. He, he studied under... A student of Calvin. Yeah. So, so it was like once removed, but yeah, yeah like. So uh, anybody who don't know the the Ar- Armenian belief, I'm, and like I said, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, uh, is in direct opposition of the Calvinistic Pretty beliefs. Much, yeah. They're both based on like five principles, yeah, but they come, but they don't match. <laughs> but they came from a guy that was studying under. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like well, he was studying, uh, you know, twenty generations later but he was studying right underneath the guy that studied with john calvin who came up with a calvinistic point of view uh so it tells you just how easily somebody can say i'm studying this this is what i believe well wait a minute i think i'll i think i don't believe that part so i'm gonna change this part and change that part well there's there's places in the when you're when you get to studying and you get to digging into and you hear other people's points of view it's very easy to get lost in mm-hmm. the doctrines of denominations yeah. because they interpret it different. They present it different. Sometimes I feel like there's denominations that completely agree, but they use different terminology. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get into this, but I think personally there's a difference between unconditional eternal security and once saved, always saved. We're not going to get into that. I'm just saying it's a terminology and example. One day when we decide to do a four-hour podcast, we'll get into that one. <laughs> it's not really that complicated. <laughs> I can explain it in three minutes. But what I'm saying is I feel like a lot of the denominations and the and the disunity in that mm-hmm. is because they don't use the same words. Yeah. Like it's as simple as they don't use the same words. Um, so then again, it comes back to is it in the book? Mm-hmm. And is Jesus in the middle of it? Yeah, and, and and we're talking about the book, and and the sad the book is absolute truth. The book is the Bible. It's absolute. Yeah, <laughs> it is absolute truth. Mm-hmm. However, too smart, too humble, too genuine Jesus loving men can read that book and and interpret it differently, mm-hmm. and. So it's. I it's, think that's part of why it's the living word. Yeah, because you go to a, um, uh, let's just say Presbyterian. I've never been to a Presbyterian church. Um, I do enjoy a lot of their 
their teachings. I think they're very biblical. What what little bit we've you know encountered with Presbyterians, um, but uh, you you go into one of their churches, they're going to read the same scriptures and and give you a slightly different point of view point of view than if you went into a Pentecostal church that read those same scriptures. So we can say you just got to go by what's in the book, but if you do that you're also going to find some differences. But I think it, it goes back to what details are you focusing on? Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to interpretations and different points of view in the scripture, there's a lot of, of principles in the scripture. Baptism, tithing, Holy Ghost. There's a lot of things in the scripture. Holiness. Holiness. Yes, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be interpreted different or, or mean some or be told from a different point of view. But if you're focused on Jesus, you you're not really like it's just Jesus. Like you, yeah. you can't really mess that up. No. So if you're if you're looking at a denomination, you're saying, well, they're wrong because this, 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 and this. Well, look at the center. Is that their center? Mm-hmm. Then maybe consider somewhere else. Is 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 the center the tradition and the details, and we're the only ones who are right? Or is the center, Jesus is the only way? Yeah. And that's what... Because you have something to build on if yeah. that's the center. There's a, there's a lot of things in the Bible that are, you can interpret different ways, you can have different opinions on, um, but the death, the burial, the resurrection is, is non-negotiable. Those are and things... And that he is the son of God. Yeah, those things have to be... And, and, that what, and, and by death, burial, and resurrection, I'm saying that his death on the cross was sufficient for the mm-hmm. covering of my sins uh, and that he was resurrected that I may have life. Um, so the, those things are essential, non-negotiable things. Some of the other things in there uh, that can be interpreted different ways, you know, some some may, uh, some may lead you in the wrong direction. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, there's a lot of denominations that really, really include a lot of works. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go into a church and they say, well, we believe in the death, the burial, the resurrection, and you say, okay, but then they start telling you that you also have to have... When they start adding to... Yeah, have to have a certain amount of works, or, or you have to, um, you, you know, I'm just going to pl- plunge off that cliff, but if they if they, they tell you you got to go speak to a priest to get your forgiveness, those kinds of things, that's that's not in the book. Right, um, since we have one mediator. Yeah, and in Christ Jesus. That's right. First John four, no, First John one. So yeah, there's there's a lot of of different ways, but you know, earlier I kind of unintentionally I think hit um, on on that uh, a, a big part of the the answer to that question of why is there so many denominations is because. I was saying you go to the Methodist church and they're talking about the Baptist church and the Baptist church talking about the Methodist church. So you kind of bounce around and in doing so, and that's why I said I kind of had that experience because I I visited, I I can't remember the number now, but uh, 10 or 11, 12 Baptist churches is where I kind of went from one to another. They're not all the same. Not even within, they got the same name on the sign that says, you know, such and such Baptist but they're well, not but all the got, same. Like missionary Baptist and First Baptist, Second Baptist. Well, First <laughs> Baptist and Second Baptist are usually Southern Baptist. Yeah. But like they're Southern Baptist, Missionary Baptist, Holiness Baptist, Free Will, Free Will Baptist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch. 
under the Baptist, and they yeah. don't all believe no, the same they, thing. They don't, and, but you know. And then I went to uh, a Pentecostal church uh, after visiting a lot of those, and and now, like I said, years later, I'm looking and I'm thinking, you know what? I think that particular church they lined up very well scripturally on this particular mm-hmm. thing. But on the other thing, I I don't think they did. And I think that and, comes back to flawed people. Yeah. And then you think about the, the other church. I, th- I think, well, they lined up really well scripturally on this other topic, but they didn't line up good on the other. And and in doing so, now we're to how, how denominations start is somebody goes to five different churches and says, well, this one's good here, but not there. This one's mm-hmm. good here, but not there. So I'm going down here to get me a building, mm-hmm. and I'm going to I'm going to preach the five things that are a combination of the five good things that that I feel. But then at the same time, there's somebody else that's going to come to my church and say, well, he's got four right, but the fifth one he's wrong on. So now I'm going to go get another church, yeah. and and yeah, there's there's. And I think there's also danger in that. I th- there's. A caution both good and bad i think that you need to be cautious about doctrines and traditions and beliefs mm-hmm. and search the scriptures like the bereans did and see if if what you're hearing is so search it yeah. pray on it and everything but i think that there's also a caution to not discount something because it's different than what you're used to yeah and, and one thing too that we can can share is that the the word the word denomination is not in the Bible, and the meaning of the word denomination is not found in any context in the Bible. There, there's, there's nowhere. Of course, you know the Apostle Paul wrote the majority of the New Testament, so he was going from, from church to church, mm-hmm. from place to place. But we never see him saying anything that one church should be should have a different belief system than another. No, he. Um, and I, w- I thought about this a while ago, but if you read the book of Galatians, if you don't know that uh, the Apostle Paul had a huge attitude, read the book of Galatians. Mm-hmm. Because he's basically chewing them out for six chapters. You had this right. You had the gospel of Christ. You knew that you were saved by him alone. And now you're trying to add all these other things to it. And you're trying to do the right things, keep the right traditions. He's like, what in the world's wrong with y'all? Like, what did y'all do? And and I think that is, he, he wasn't saying, you know, well, create your own belief system. Yeah. But he was like chewing see, them out <laughs> for trying to create their own belief system. And I've heard people, maybe not to the, you know, extreme extent, but people have said, well, the Bible says you got to work out your own salvation. And, and they twist that enough to say that means believe the way you want to believe and work it out with God. No. That's not a. That means that's you're responsible not, for it. Yeah, that's not a, a, a. Where's that verse at? Um, I could not I'm, tell you the address I'm, on that. Uh, but I will. Uh, a verse I had I had marked here was in First Corinthians chapter one. Uh, it's verse twelve and thirteen. And Paul here is coming. And obviously, uh, as you said, Paul Paul was a very blunt man. He comes to Corinthians. They're having huge problems in their church. They're they're going all different kinds of ways. They're like the most carnal. <laughs> yeah, and and he comes and and now it's it sounds like to me. I think me and you might even had a little bit of a disagreement on on some of this, but it sounds to me like the people 
the believers, the ones who believe, are are trying to um, segregate themselves into groups. Mm-hmm. And and Paul comes in in uh, that First Corinthians one twelve and thirteen says, "Now this I say that that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, I am of Apollos, I am of Cephas, I am of Christ." So he names out four different people, and he says, "Is Christ divided?" There's a big question mark in my Bible after that. And he says, was Paul crucified for you? Uh, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? The, these, are, these are questions I think that Paul was asking, as in the, these believers in Jesus were saying, I'm, I'm a believer in Jesus, but I was baptized with, with, by Apollos. So I'm going to go to church with the other people that was baptized with Apollos. And another group says, well, I was baptized by Paul, so I'm going to hang out with all the people that's baptized with Paul. That's the way I've understood those verses. Like I said, I think we had a little uh, bit of different interpretations on it. Speaking of people interpreting the Bible differently, (laughs) uh, maybe we're different denominations from different sides of this table. But no, but I think that that's a, a little glimpse into... Um, people trying to segregate themselves into different, you know, and I'm air quoting denominations, but I also think we see right quickly Paul's take on that was, was it about Paul? Was it about uh, Cephas? Was it about Apollos? And he, he's saying it's about Christ. Did, did Paul die for you? No, Christ did. Did Paul baptize you? No, Christ did. Paul might have actually done the physical act. He said he said in 14, I think God and I did not baptize any of you except for, and he names two people. Yeah. So the people who were fighting, he's like, I didn't even like. And I'm glad I didn't. That's yeah. what he's saying. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, because, because they was getting caught up in, in who done what or, uh, you know, I mean, you, you think here, here we are all these years later and there's certain people pastors certain evangelists that that we like we enjoy listening to and it would be like me saying well for me to be a christian i need to travel to texas and get brother stephen taylor to baptize me that way i can say i was baptized by stephen taylor and i think he's a good man of god so now i'm a christian and i'm gonna hang out with people that think stephen taylor's good um by the way, if you didn't hear our podcast, Stephen Taylor, go back and listen. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, but um, so I think that's the way Paul, uh, you know Paul's saying it, it. You're missing the point by trying to divide mm-hmm. yourself or pay attention to who baptized you, or or what church building you're going to, or what signs on that. If you're not uh, believing in Christ, Him crucified, and His resurrection, then you've got a problem. I think, too, and, and back to the original question of why are there so many denominations, and I think here Come closer. in, what, uh, in what you read in First Corinthians, I think there's a source of pride that has created denominations. Yeah. Because how I see it is the right way, mm-hmm. and I need other people to follow this way. Um, the, if you research denominations, there's a man at the beginning of them. And his belief system and how he interpreted scripture and how he taught scripture created a denomination. Yeah. Um, so I, and I'm not saying that all of them had a source of pride, but I'm saying it's easy to go there 
it to is. say, you know, this is the right denomination. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm part of. This is what I believe. This is the only way that's right. I think that that is wrong in and of itself to say that because Scripture says Jesus is the only way that's right. So yeah. now if you encounter a denomination that does not that does not uphold what Jesus said about himself, that he is the son of God, that he came to seek and save the lost, that he died for us. If, if you if you uncover a denomination that does not hold those truths, then don't go there. Yeah. Paul said if, if somebody comes and preach preaches a different Christ or different gospel to ignore them. Yeah. Exactly. Don't, you know, and, I, and I mentioned works earlier because I just feel like that's a that's a big thing in a lot of uh, denominations is Christ plus works, mm-hmm. and and of or course Christ plus traditions. Yeah, and you know a lot of people will go. Um, is is it James that talks about works? Faith, Faith without works. works is dead, and they're like, say you got to have works, you got to have works. But when you look, um, it's it's our faith that causes the works. It's yeah. it's not it's not faith plus your works get you saved. It's, works is a result. It's works is result and and oh, is it a is, <laughs> is it in the in the Bible or is this one of those things we ain't done in a while? Is book chapter verse where it says, "Show me your," was it? Show me it's your show me works. Your, your show faith. me your works and or show me your faith by your works. Yeah. I think yeah. that's in James. I think that's where he it talks very well might be because I think he does talk a lot about that. But it's not uh, show me your faith and your works that you might be, you know, uh, saved. But it's um, it, it's showing that it's not Christ plus anything. Um, okay, so James two eighteen says, but someone may say, you claim to have faith and I have good works. Show me your alleged faith without the works if you can. And I will show you my faith by my works. That is by what I do. Yeah, and basically, I think what he's what he's saying there, the way I you know would read that is saying that if I'm if I have faith, then I want to do the things that show Jesus in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I if I say I have faith, but I don't want to do nothing to share the gospel, I don't want to do nothing to help the poor, I don't want to do nothing to show love or kindness. Then my faith isn't is it right? And I think that's he's not, not saying faith plus works. No, he's saying faith equals works. Yeah, like faith results in works. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned earlier the work out your own salvation. So I looked it up in the Amplified. It's um, Philippians two verse twelve. It says, "Just as you have always obeyed my instructions with enthusiasm, not only in my presence but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your own salvation." That is, cultivate it, bring it to full effect, actively pursue spiritual maturity with all inspired fear and trembling. This is where it gets good. Using serious caution and critical self-evaluation to avoid anything that might offend God or discredit the name of Christ. Mm. When you're evaluating denominations, there's your guideline. (laughs) Use serious caution and critical self-evaluation to avoid anything that might offend God or discredit the name of Christ. There's anything that distracts from him, anything that takes away from what he deserves from the from the worth from his worthiness, from from his honor. There's anything that takes away credit, yeah, from him. Then get away from it. Exactly. Then that I think that's um, what she's talking about becoming spiritually mature. 
and I think that in often in our journeys of becoming spiritually mature we have we consider because we're exposed to other teachings and other beliefs Mm -hmm. and we have to consider them and we have to weigh them and we have to evaluate them but I think that's a great guideline make sure it doesn't offend God and that it doesn't discredit Christ yeah and and you know it, it comes back to we've been talking this whole whole uh podcast about denominations and and those kinds of things but ultimately it comes back as with everything else it comes back to your heart mm-hmm. and no matter what your your church sign says uh you could you could go to a house church that does not have a sign out front mm-hmm. uh but if your heart is for the lord uh you you realize who you are and who he is and how bad you need him and and your surrender to him then why does it matter what your church sign says and, and exactly. you know sadly there there is we've talked about a lot of denominations but there are some denominations that say if you go to another denomination you can't go to heaven yeah and and i, I heard a guy say well, one time also, that there's uh, also i'm going to throw this in there real quick there's also that caution you said it doesn't matter what is what is on the door and it it doesn't however if you're attending a if you're if you're not attending a church but if you're listening to teaching that is 80% right and 20% wrong mm-hmm. it's still wrong well like yeah. there's enough in it absolutely to, to ruin things so yeah. be careful what you're what you're adhering to mm-hmm. be careful what exhortation you're receiving yeah. um and that's not that's not just based on what what's over the door but that's based mm-hmm. on the teaching. What's coming from it, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's in it, what's involved in it. Mm-hmm. And as I said, it, it comes back to our heart. But if I'm going into a church that says it's faith plus works, and that's what's being preached week in and week out, then it affects my heart mm-hmm. at, you know, at some point. I can't yeah. say, well, this is, you know, I believe that this is this is the only way here. But every time I go to church, they preach that the other way is the other way. You know, or there's five ways. Yeah. Well, after so many times, it's going to affect my heart. So, yeah. no, you got you have to choose wisely. And it comes back to where we started as a as a non-believer looking for a church, or even as a believer looking for a church. Um, you you have to uh, you have to evaluate a lot of things. But evaluate the the serious things don't get caught up in the details yeah how long the skirt should be or if women can preach or if you should give 10 percent or 20 percent or the those little details that that people like to combine tradition with kingdom mm-hmm. principle and they teach it a little different every church that you go to even in the same denomination yeah. they, they can teach it different don't get caught up on those little details no, focus and, focus on the big picture here focus on Christ yeah it, it's all about him and and you know I, I we're, we're getting really close to needing to close but you, focusing on the little details and, and maybe that's a, a podcast for another day is you know who who's who's deciding what's little and what's what's big I am. Um, you yes because if it's what i mean by little details is if it does not affect your salvation or your journey to heaven that's true like i I mean some some people have convictions on whether or not they should drink coke to Mm -hmm. me that's a little detail now if god's convicted you of it then 
honey, you better listen to him. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's straight across the board. Everybody has to do that to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Like that's not scriptural. So what I'm saying about little details is don't get caught up in the in the little things as a result of personal relationships with God that people try to generalize and put yeah. tradition above Christ. Here. But focus on the focus on the important things as far and by that I mean focus on what is it going to take for me to get to heaven? What does it take yeah. for me to live a life for Christ? What does it take for me to honor him and his sacrifice mm-hmm. for me? Those are the important things. Yeah, above all, it's it's about him and and giving giving all we have to him. Um but uh, I guess to kind of bring us to a close here for today is we've talked a lot about you know, making sure the wherever you go, that it lines up with the word and knowing. Mm-hmm. But the only way for for us to know that is if we know the word. Uh, so we we talk about church, we talk about denominations, um, we talk about a lot of things. Um, and then I always go back to the scriptures. It says God does not dwell in buildings made with men's mm-hmm. hands. So don't put too much emphasis on the building, and then throughout the week. neglect everything because his word is there and you won't know if you're in the right building or not if you have no clue what his word says so the 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 six days a week that you're not in church is way more important than the the one one the one day you're there Um, and 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 you know you'll you'll develop discernment about that wasn't exactly biblical (laughs) or it was um i think it comes down to this it's more important if you're a christ follower than it is if you're a baptist or methodist or presbyterian or a lutheran because what church you attend on sunday is not as much of an importance i'm not saying it's not important it is important Mm -hmm. you should go to church i'm not discounting that no we 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 do need to fellowship are you a christ follower monday through saturday yeah much much bigger question there so well all right uh i want to thank our listener that give us that uh you aced it with that question and uh encourage everybody else to give us some give us some topics yes give um, us some. we're not on a set schedule for anything we have to do uh, we just like to talk about what's happening during the week what's happening in the lives of those around us what's happening in our lives um and uh share things with our listeners so if you got any questions you got any comments uh jesus center stage at gmail.com of course the facebook page and the um youtube page don't forget the giveaway uh the likes the shares the comments on facebook there'll be a video on there to show you to to remind you of these things and then of course uh youtube so we're looking forward to giving away some shirts and uh It's going to be great. See you next week. Keep Jesus center stage in your life.